Hey, does Tyler Van Dyke owe you an apology or what? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Miami Hurricanes starting quarterback Tyler Van Dyke said something that's been circulating through an interview he did with Jordan Palmer that has some people upset, and it's got everybody talking and debating. Now, we did bring this up, his comments about Hard Rock Stadium and the atmosphere or lack thereof. We brought it up briefly on our Wednesday morning episode. I did not anticipate the type of response we got, so I wanted to devote a longer conversation to what Tyler Van Dyke said and whether or not, as a Hurricanes fan, you have the right to either feel disrespected by what he said or to be worried that what he said might affect something like recruiting. So let's take a look. Uh, This has gone viral uh, over the past 24 hours or so uh, via TikTok. You like home games better or away games? I like away games better. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Most quarterbacks say that, yeah. We don't really have much of a college atmosphere because we play at Hard Rock, so we're about 45 minutes away from campus. So a lot of students will go up and watch the game, unless it's like a big game. But that's why I like going into away stadiums and seeing that college atmosphere and playing there and making the – You like? Wow. So don't have much of an atmosphere at Hard Rock. Um That's what has people talking. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about this a little bit is because I brought this up on our social media channels this morning. We did talk about it a little bit on the main episode on Wednesday. But since that time, I have had numerous season ticket holders send me messages either via the YouTube comments or via our Twitter account. Numerous people telling me that they actually feel personally insulted by what Tyler Van Dyke said. The people who wrote to me are people who have season tickets. They go to every game. Um, first of all, I think that it came off wrong from Tyler's perspective. I don't believe TVD was meaning anything against those of you who do show up and support the team and cheer and tailgate. I think it's more directed to how many people don't. So if you're one of the people who do... I don't think you should feel disrespected or targeted by what he said. He's not talking about you that goes to every single game. Okay, so to all of the loyal fans out there who have reached out to me, uh, some of you like our pal Big Dan, who is the absolute man. He goes to all the road games. He and his wife not only go to all the home games, they travel to all the road games as well. I don't think Tyler Van Dyke was talking to you guys. Now, if given the opportunity to clarify and offer full context, I am sure that Tyler would offer his appreciation to the thousands who do show up. And for those of us, myself included, who actually buy Tyler Van Dyke merchandise, he can now make NIL money off of that, of course. I've got a Tyler Van Dyke T-shirt that I bought through Caneswear, and he receives a, a percentage of that through NIL. So a lot of us out there actually support him financially, in addition to supporting Miami and supporting the team locally. And based on the conversations I have with Tyler, he is absolutely appreciative of that. So please don't take it the wrong way. In fact, let's keep in mind that the clip we watched, right, that was an edited 
TikTok video. So we may not know what else he might have said that got clipped away from that video because the version that we saw was the most concise and provocative. And I think it was easy to take what he said out of context and take it the wrong way. Now, is he wrong about Hard Rock Stadium? Well, I mean, I'd say no, he's not wrong because first of all, that's his opinion, right? He's the one who plays under center for home games and for road games. He has seen and felt the differences in the atmospheres around the country. So who am I to tell him that he's wrong? Uh, I think Tyler's initial point, and maybe he went off on a weird tangent there when he kind of took a shot at the own home stadium, you know, because he was asked by Palmer, do you prefer playing at home or on the road? And he said he prefers playing on the road. I think his initial point was TVD likes going on the road and trying to silence the fans who are being hostile to him. A lot of quarterbacks enjoy that. A lot of quarterbacks enjoy playing on the road and trying to stick it to the hostile fans there even more than they like playing at home. And, you know, I think it's also worth noting, if you ask me if TVD is wrong about Hard Rock Stadium or not, uh, it's worth noting that, you know, when Miami plays Southern Miss at noon, or even sometimes when they play someone like Georgia Tech or Duke at noon, or if it's, you know, late in the season and maybe things aren't going well for Miami, that uh, the crowds can be a little bit dead there at Hard Rock. And you know what? For context, because I've been going to games since the late 80s, it was the same way at the Orange Bowl. For as much as we all loved the OB, let's not pretend the Orange Bowl was packed every single day and every single night because it wasn't. Like if you were playing weak non-conference opponents at 12 p.m., the Orange Bowl would be half empty as well, man. Now, something that TVD talked about was students going to the game and you know how far away Hard Rock Stadium is from, from campus. Now, I think it's worth noting because, again, I was a student at Miami years ago when they still played at the Orange Bowl, uh, which was closer to campus, and it was Miami's own stadium. They didn't own it, literally, but uh, you know they didn't share it with the Dolphins back then. But I could tell you pretty confidently that even if Miami had a stadium on campus, I don't know how different it would be when it comes to students going to the game because Miami only has 12,000 undergrad students enrolled period and out of those 12,000 which is a really low number compared to a lot of the state schools that have 50 60 70,000 plus thousands of Miami students are international from places like China or Dubai Uh, I don't know how many of them would be going to games even if they did play literally right on campus or a couple of miles away okay but You know, on this, because some people, when you bring up the whole stadium debate, right, should we stay at Hard Rock forever or does Miami need their own building? A lot of people who enjoy Hard Rock Stadium because it's pretty easy to travel to. You're in Broward, you're in Palm Beach. Um, You know, even if you have to drive a long way, it's very accessible from all the main highways. And it's a lot easier hitting that northern tip of Dade County versus going deeper into Dade County where the traffic gets a lot of work, a lot worse, and the roadways get a lot less convenient. Okay, but still, when you're talking about whether Miami should have their own stadium or shouldn't, A lot of different opinions matter on this. The opinion of the fans, of course, matters because you're the ones actually going to the games. But I also think the opinions of players and recruits also does matter. And if players think it would be better for Miami to have their own stadium, I think we should at least hear them out. The same way I believe all of your voices should be heard, whether you like Hard Rock or you want John Ruiz to build a stadium at Tropical Park or... 
Um, you know, your opinion should be heard the same way the voices of players and administration and coaches should be heard. I believe everyone should have a voice in this discussion. Now, uh, is Hard Rock always and forever a dead atmosphere or a bad stadium to play in? Absolutely not. I was there as, you know, about 65,000 others of you were there the night when Miami beat Notre Dame in that building five years ago. It was one of the most electric sports atmospheres I've ever been a part of. And that same year, I think it was the week prior, Miami hosted Virginia Tech for a night game in Hard Rock Stadium. And it was absolutely electric because the team was good. They were en route to a 10-win season that year and an appearance in the ACC championship game. I think that was key. So we do need to figure out, though, um, when it comes to the stadium debate, if Miami having their own stadium, might that be better for uh, for you know for the school and their revenue instead of having to pay rent to Stephen Ross and the Dolphins, right? Because if having your own building is potentially you know something that's going to be financially beneficial to the university uh, and better for recruiting, I think it's worth at least exploring. But no matter where you play, fans will not show up if the team isn't good. Just look at the Miami Marlins. How many people show up the Marlins games because the team has not been relevant nearly often enough, okay? Now, some people think that Tyler Van Dyke's comments were like a conspiracy that John Ruiz put him up to it, right, in order to try and sway more public opinion towards the Ruiz family building that stadium at Tropical Park. I, I Honestly, if anything, TVD might have been influenced by that because he knows that there's a plan out there to build a stadium. Maybe he likes the idea. Now, even if a new stadium does get built, it's not like Tyler's ever going to play in it because he'll be long gone by the time that that actually gets erected and opened up. Uh, but listen, I, I value his opinion on that. And I think he could have chosen his words better. Now, I love Tyler and I appreciate his honesty. Because I don't think we get enough of that from athletes. I think players' opinions should be heard on the stadium stuff and on the facility stuff. And I appreciate the fact that Tyler Van Dyke doesn't have much of a filter. I enjoy it. And I think he's a really, really nice and great dude. Um, you know, and I don't know if he realized what sort of unintended, con unintended consequences his words would have. I also don't know how that may have been clipped and edited to make things sound more salacious than they really were. Uh, but maybe you want to be a little bit careful when you talk about the lack of atmosphere at Hard Rock Stadium because recruits are watching and those pesky, annoying rival fans are watching. You know, the people who support the Gator and the Seminoles, and they're looking for every possible bit of ammunition about how Miami has a rented stadium. So you want to be careful not to give those people more ammo than they have already. All right. So. Uh, the reason why I wanted to do a special episode devoted to this is I wanted to give a voice to you guys. I mentioned, I tweeted about this on Wednesday morning. I asked you guys, did Tyler Van Dyke say anything wrong here? Because I am curious to everyone's thoughts. I want to read your opinions on this right after we talk about betonline.net. Oh, my goodness, guys. We are starting to hit that meaty part of the college football season and we can be having so much fun and we can be making money on our wagers. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news and podcasts, including this year's 
week four games coming up, like Miami hosting Middle Tennessee. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering info, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So I tweeted it out from our show account that is Locked on Canes. If you follow us at Locked on Canes, we will follow you back. Do you think Tyler said anything wrong here uh, when he talked about the lack of atmosphere at Hard Rock Stadium? Of course, the first response we got was from our guy, Chill, who says, who cares what quarterbacks say? They're dorks. Ross Jones says you can say that you love quieting a loud crowd on the road but hard to get away with dissing your own fan base he said really bad quote that will probably haunt him not sure he can clean that up and that's why I asked you guys if you think Tyler Van Dyke owes you an apology I don't think he owes anyone an apology for speaking his opinion he might owe you a clarification Right, because I think exactly what Ross said was what Tyler meant to say. I like going on the road and silencing the road fans, and then the rest of it kind of took on a life of its own. I do not think he owes you, me, or anyone an apology, but he might be, uh, it might serve him well to clarify a little bit. Senor Queso says, No, he didn't say anything wrong because we're talking about his personal view. He only stated that he preferred to be in that college type stadium over an NFL stadium nothing wrong with what he said that's his point of view daydreamers club says he said what he said and nothing wrong if you Miami fans don't travel or come to home games right so he's saying that hey anyone who's taking offense to this who's actually not going out there and supporting the team you shouldn't be taking offense to it I also don't think the people who go out there should take offense to it because he's not talking to you. Like I, I don't think he's talking to the thousands of you who actually do go to every single game and support the team. Um, he says, I won't get mad at a young man for saying this. Uh, Polk Kane says, no, as in no, he didn't say anything wrong. And it's definitely being twisted to fit a narrative. Polk, you're onto something there. This is not new information when it comes to Miami. It's clickbait and story chasing. And that conspiracy theory that it's coming from Ruiz is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you think they they had this conversation. Ruiz is like, Tyler, Tyler, my stadium idea is just not popular enough. Can you can I give you these like subliminal messages to read on interviews so that we can just like inception style, just start Leonardo DiCaprio planting the idea in people's minds? Uh, our guy Kane's warning says he's being honest, but it's not the best look for the program. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I, I kind of uh, agree that, um, you know, these words can be sort of taken. Like I said, it gives ammunition, it gives ammunition to the rival fans. And, you know, if there are some recruits out there might look at this and say, you know what? I like a lot of what Miami is doing, but I also I want my college experience to be played in front of like the best college atmosphere. Maybe that's not the place for me. Um, I think people overstate that because honestly, I think most of these players probably care a lot more about the coaching and development and the opportunities of playing time because they want to get to the NFL. I think that's that's the big priority for a lot of the blue chippers. And, you know, the whole playing in a college stadium or not is more of like a secondary concern. But it's it's something to think about. It is something to think about. Um, our guy Malik Rozier 
former Miami quarterback, who, by the way, is going to be joining the show tomorrow. We're going to talk with Malik Rozier. Uh, he tweeted, so let's change that. We have John Ruiz that's trying to help, but they're being hard-headed. The atmosphere has more effect than the heat, to be honest, especially when dealing with an 18- to 20-year-old. They'll get shell-shocked quick, he said. Um, and then he he wrote a follow-up tweet. It affects the line of communication on both sides. With young players, they make a mistake. The whole crowd cheers. Most kids aren't mentally tough enough to push through when they fail in front of thousands, he said. Uh, so we're, we will talk a little bit more about this with Malik Rozier. That's not necessarily going to be the primary purpose of the conversation, but we're going to talk Miami football with former Miami Hurricanes quarterback Malik Rozier. And by the way, Malik Rozier was a part of that game that I thought had the best atmosphere ever at Hard Rock Stadium. Dolphins or Canes, best atmosphere at Hard Rock Stadium was that 2017 beatdown of Notre Dame. That place was insane, and Malik Rozier was the starting quarterback that night. Big C says, he said nothing wrong. He's speaking the truth. Fans like to complain about the team, but don't show up to the games. See you Saturday, he says. So he will be there. I will also be there on Saturday. And I know many of you listening to this and watching this will be there Saturday because we all know the people who support Locked On Canes are the best of the best when it comes to Miami fans. You guys are always there for the team. I mean, honestly, if you're, you know, if you're in your car and, you know, you're searching for a podcast like ours to listen to Canes football talk on your way to and from work, you're a real fan. You're probably the type of person who goes to games. If you find our videos on YouTube, you're probably the type of fan who consistently goes to games. Kat says, no problem at all. Our fan base is trash. Those are fighting words, Kat. Uh, passionate online, that's it. Game atmosphere is pure garbage water, they say. <laughs> Uh, Clint says, probably shouldn't have said it, but it's absolutely true. Um, Kane fan 84 made an interesting point. He said, ask yourself the convo Mario had with his starting quarterback stating that, and you have your answer. I'm sure it wasn't pleasant. It was a dumb comment. He was baited into it by clickbait media. Um, you know, honestly, I, I don't, I'm not even sure if that was necessarily worthy of a conversation with Mario. Maybe it was, you know, I know Mario he had a conversation with Avante Williams after he, you know, deleted everything Miami from his Instagram. So maybe this was worth a conversation because we know Mario doesn't like any sort of distractions. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that conversation was like or if it was had. If it was had, it was probably like, bro, just don't don't even put yourself in a position to sound like you're bad mouthing our fans. Right. Don't buy Bluth says he isn't wrong. Good on him for calling out the students. And please. Don't say Tropical Park. Even fewer students would go to games there. I mean, I'll say what I said again. I think people just overestimate how many students there actually are. Like, there's 12,000 undergrad. Like, honestly, the great Miami atmospheres have come from the locals, you know, the alumni. There's Again, there's not a whole lot of alumni because of what a small school it is, but it's, it's when the entire city embraces the U. That's when the atmospheres get great. There's not a lot of students. Like, there, there's not as many students as you think, okay? Really, the atmosphere comes from the locals uh, coming together. Oh, Rolby says, uh, instead of talking about this, talk about hitting open receivers. <laughs> oh, man. 
uh bromeo santos says i hate seeing all these clickbait articles twisting his words and he's not wrong to expect any private school to fill hard rock is unrealistic yes it's the local fans that can fill it it's like the students are not going to fill it okay again like so i when i went to miami um i had friends who were students i had a friend from saudi arabia I had a friend from Slovakia. Do you think they were interested in American football? Not really. Like, I don't think they went to any games, some of these uh, international students. So I thought that was good stuff from you guys. Uh, I want to share a couple quick recruiting notes when we come back because we are monitoring in the coming days decisions from some of the top wide receivers in the class. We will get to that right after we talk about the awesome people at LinkedIn Jobs, as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. You create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then you add your job and the purple hiring hashtag frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Then simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. All right, so uh, some interesting uh, recruiting notes shared uh, courtesy of uh, of On3 on Kane Sports. So we are just two days away from an announcement being made by Hakeem Williams. Don't expect him to come to Miami, five-star wide receiver. Um, I think it's really uh, – he was – he was at the Texas A&M game this past weekend. He was on a visit to Texas A&M, of course. You know, uh, I I had heard through the grapevine some folks that were there and saw him at, and his mom at the game. Like, I, I think he was just kind of like there, just kind of watching. But apparently his mom was cheering for the Aggies in the game. Uh, we don't have very good vibes on Hakeem Williams. Um, Florida State might end up getting him, guys. That's been the big buzz over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think it's either Florida State or Texas A&M and Miami and Pittsburgh are kind of lurking in the shadows, right? It would, I mean, imagine if he goes to Pittsburgh, that, that'd be kind of a shocker. That would be a coup for them. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know, F- Florida State may be able to take the uh, the late lead there. Um, you know, someone else Miami is looking at strongly, and I think there's definitely some momentum here, is Tyler Williams, now, Tyler Williams, four-star Lakeland wide receiver, he is going to be making his announcement on September 27th. So we're six days away from that one. Um, the crystal balls and the momentum for him for the last several months have been for the Georgia Bulldogs. So that's sort of the, the chalk pick right now. People expect him to go to Georgia, but this is one of those things where 
Miami's been gaining the late momentum for Tyler. And I think it's going to come down between Miami and Georgia for him or between Georgia and Miami, if you want to kind of list it in order of the favorites right now. But as was shared by Matt Shodell of Kane Sport, and I suspected this was going to be the case, um, it looks like Tyler Williams uh, is going to be making a weekend visit to Miami, official visit. And that could end up being his final official visit, which would give Miami a great opportunity to get the last word, right? We always say this when we talk with our guy, John Garcia, Jr., director of football recruiting for Sports Illustrated. When it comes to the official visits, you want to be first or last. You want to get the first impression or the final word. And if you're in the middle, it usually sometimes it works out okay, but it usually doesn't work out great if you're one of those middle official visits. So if Miami can get that last word and that last opportunity, uh, they could end up closing for Tyler Williams. And I've said this about so many of the top receivers in the class, at least the ones who still look like they're in play here. And there's a few others who are potential flips. I know Miami's been trying to gain some ground with Jerion Dickey, who's committed to Oregon. Uh, they've been trying to gain some more ground with uh, with Brandon Ennis, who's committed to Ohio State. You know, nothing's final till you sign your national letter of intent. Um, if you're a wide receiver, I'm hoping that you look at the situation Miami is in right now and you're salivating at the opportunity to go in there and help and get on the field very quickly. Like if you come in in the class of 2023, there's a good shot you get significant playing time as a true freshman, just by necessity. Like I, for that reason, I'd like to see Isaiah Horton, who's a true freshman this year. I'd like to see him get more opportunities in the coming weeks because then that would kind of validate my argument. Like, hey, look, Isaiah Horton's getting a lot of playing time as a true freshman. So the guys who would be freshmen next year will see – I can go into Miami. I can get uh, significant playing time because the wide receiver core, it's not as good as it should be. It's not as deep as it should be. So, you know, if I'm a wide receiver, I hope I'm looking at Miami right now and saying, like, that's a great spot. Like, that is a great spot because, you know, they've got a lot of good things coming together when it comes to the offensive line and the running game. Um, so, like, the offense is really a couple of standout wide receivers away from being really, 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 really good. So hopefully, hopefully we get some more good news and positive momentum between now and September 27th when Tyler Williams announces. Because, man, we used to do a lot of these in June, July, and August. When we got to commit, we do an emergency episode of Locked on Canes. We haven't had enough of those in a long time. I want to do an emergency episode for Tyler Williams. So please, Tyler, think about the you. Just think about it. Consider it. Huge shout out to everybody who took time out of uh, – we, we dropped this one in the evening bonus episode thank you for taking time out of your day or your evening to watch and listen to our bonus episode make sure you make locked on acc your second listen and remember guys i'm now a regular on locked on acc i do the thursday episodes with candace where you know i'm always going to talk some miami with her and we talk about the trap games coming up in the acc so make sure you watch locked on acc Thank you for making us your first listen. We will talk to you again tomorrow with Malik Rozier on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.